Hello, you guys. I hope you're having a good day. Um, this story I'm going to call Bigfoot. Um, I picked up this girl and, you know, I like to drive at night. Now I don't as much, but when I first was driving, I used to drive a lot at night, especially Friday and Saturday. Um, you tend to make a little bit more money. So, you know, um, why not? It is a little bit more risky, though. You will have situations. Um, so, this was a Friday or Saturday. And I picked up a girl, and she was intoxicated. Um, when I picked her up, I had offered her a barf bag, like, like I always do. And she didn't take it. Um... She had a short trip, but she still vomited in my car. Um, of course, I'm upset, and I let her know, you're going to pay the fees, because it just doesn't clean itself, you know? And I offered her a barf bag. I said, they're right there. I don't know why you didn't take one. I do get upset if somebody vomits in my car. Uh, especially now if we're in the COVID time, I don't want to come anywhere near that stuff. Somebody could be sick. So anyways, um, this was before though. So she's too intoxicated to help me clean it up. And she knows that. She just wants to go home and go to sleep. She's not feeling good, you know. Of course not. She just vomited. But all I care about is that this is my car. And you should know better. And now you're going to pay the fees because I offered you a barf bag. I offered to take care of you. You didn't take that. You decided to vomit in my car. You know, took a chance. So now you're going to pay for it. So... Anyways, um, she kept trying to convince me to come back tomorrow so that she can clean the vomit. I said, um, I don't think so. The vomit is not going to stay inside of my car overnight. It has to be cleaned tonight so it doesn't settle into the fibers. And then she said, well, I don't want to pay for it, so just come tomorrow. And I said, well, you are going to pay for it, and I'm not going to come tomorrow. So you have a choice right now. Either pay for it, or you're going to clean the car right now. I'll pull over somewhere. I got all this, this sanitizers. I have the gloves. I have everything. You can clean it yourself right now. But I'm not, I'm not going to let it sit in my car all night. She did not want to clean it right now. So obviously... Uh, she didn't want to put on a, 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 you know, she didn't want to have a bag, the, the vomit bag. And then now she doesn't want to clean it now. She wants to do everything her own way. It doesn't happen that way. Um, so, uh, I got to her destination and this continued on the whole time. When I got there, she wouldn't get out of my car.
I said, okay, well, you're here. She goes, well, I'm not going to get out of your car until you agree to come back tomorrow. I said, uh, I'm not agreeing to anything. You can clean my car right now. Do you want me to pull over? Because I, I don't want to be discussing this anymore. So you have to clean the car if you're really that um, much not wanting to pay the fee. I said, but it has to be cleaned professionally. You're going to have to clean it the way I always clean it. So I don't want to, you know, I want it to, you know, look and smell fresh. And then she said, well, no, just come tomorrow. I told you, just come tomorrow. I'm like, no, I'm not coming tomorrow. How many times do I have to tell you that? So just get out of my car so that I can leave. I need to go clean it. And then she says, well, I'm not getting out. So I go to the other, you know, I'm waiting there. She, I'm waiting there and she won't get out. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, what do I do about this situation? Because I'm not going to get into trouble for her. And if I call the police, she might end up getting arrested, right? Even though some people might not care at that point and say, I don't care if she gets arrested. You know, she's just being, you know, an idiot. But I thought, nah, you know, that's really not what I'm trying to do when I drive people. She's going to pay for it. And that's already enough. You know, I don't want this girl arrested. She might not act this way when she's sober, you know. So, anyways, what I did is I decided I would get out of my driver's seat. I pulled over. And then uh, I opened up the side door. I says, okay, you need to get out of my car. Just get out. So, she looks like she's going to get out of my car. But she doesn't. It's like she puts one foot out. Just so that she can elbow me. And she pushes my arms away. And I said, oh, so now you're going to assault me. I said, you know, you can get in a lot of trouble for that. I said, just get out of my car so we don't have an issue here. Because if I call the police, you know you might get arrested. Um, I said, so just leave. And I'll forget about what you just did. And, and she didn't even el elbow me hard. It wasn't like she, she, it was a punch or a big thrust or anything like that. It was like she just tried to put her elbow to my arms and just kind of, you know, just push it a little bit, like a little tap. And I thought, you know, I guess she doesn't want to get into trouble, but she's kind of you know, um, being kind of testy. Um, and she still can get in trouble, even if it's just a little tiny push. So, anyways, I'm just like, okay, what do I do now, you know? So I went over to the driver's seat. I called 911. And I said, hi, I'm a rideshare driver. And I have a girl in my car. She just vomited. And she will not get out of my car unless I agree to come back tomorrow for her to clean because she doesn't want to pay the fees. Meanwhile, I'm opening the door telling her to get out. She won't get out. She elbows me. So at this point, I figure I better call you guys because I need to get out of here and go clean my car. And um, so they said, you want us to send an um, officer over there? And I says... Well, no, because, see, if I said yes, 
I knew this girl's probably going to do or act or, you know, something was going to happen and she's going to get arrested. I'm really trying to avoid from her getting arrested. Um, I didn't feel uh, that she was violent. I didn't feel that she was a threat to me. I didn't feel like she was going to hurt me. Um, it's just that she didn't want to pay the fee. You know, maybe she had rent coming or something, you know, who knows? Um, if she had assaulted me, now that would have been a whole different situation. Anyways, so I said, no, I, I don't, I don't want an officer here. Now I have her on speakerphone so the girl can hear me and the 911 dispatcher. I said, no, don't send a nine, uh, police officer, but can you, can you stay on speakerphone? Because she elbowed me and, um, I don't want to get into any kind of trouble. Um, I'm trying to avoid any kind of problems. I'm going to go stand by the door and I'm going to ask her to leave again. If you, if you can stay on speaker with me so that you can hear what's going on. If you think you need an officer, you know, send one. But I think if I have you on speaker, maybe she'll leave. And so I go over there to the driver, the passenger on the sliding door. And I said, I have a dispatcher on the phone. So you need to leave. She wants to send a police officer down here. I told her, don't send one. But if you don't get out of my car, I'm going to ask her to send a police officer. And I'm going to tell the police that you elbowed me. Not only throw it up in my car and not get out of my car, but you also assaulted me. So just leave. That's all you got to do. And then, um, so she didn't want the police to come, I guess, you know. But she wasn't acting like she was, she wanted to show any fear, right? So she slowly got out. She gets out. I close the door. And I told the dispatcher, okay, can you please still stay on the line? She got out of my car. I locked the side doors so she can't reopen them. But I got to go to my driver's seat now. And I got to make sure that I can drive away without any kind of uh, incident happening. She goes, yeah, okay, sure. So um, I went to the driver's seat and I could not leave because she was standing up to my van. And I thought, what is she, what is she doing? Like, does she think she's going to hold my van? Is she trying to get it to where I made her fall? Is she trying to make it as if I ran over her? I didn't know what she was doing, so I didn't feel comfortable leaving. So I'm like, well, she's standing up to my van. She's like, so I put my window, my mirror, positioned downward, and I could see that she had her foot. She had her foot underneath my tire. And I couldn't really see it 100% clear because it was nighttime. But that's what it looked like. She had one foot right under the tire. And she wanted me to run over her foot. She, she wanted to save herself, I guess, from having to pay for the, the vomit by changing it all around onto me or something. So I said, you know, um, yeah, I guess go ahead and send an officer because I can't leave. And, you know, I, I'm not going to run over her foot. So, um, 
I put the window down and I said, there's, there's an officer coming now because I see that your foot is under my tire. So, uh, there's nothing I can do about the situation. I tried to help you. You don't want the help. So, you know, it's not my fault if you get arrested or whatever happens to you now. So then anyways, um, I stayed there and then she decided to leave. She walked away and I told the dispatcher, okay, she finally left. Let me make sure I get away. So I drove off and I, I said, okay, she won't be able to get caught up to me now. So it's good. Anyways, that was the story uh, that I called Bigfoot. Um, you know, it's a situation that you might have if you think of being a driver. You know, it's not always going to be, um, um, you know, simple and easygoing and, and, you know, you're going to have some risks, especially if you drive Friday, Saturday night. Um, people are drinking, um, they're misbehaving. Sometimes people are just, you know, happy drunks, but sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're, you know, uh, looking for trouble, right? So you have to be careful because you are responsible for them. You're the designated driver. You're sober. There's no reason for you to let a situation get out of hand. Uh, you need to handle the situation because you choose to be a designated driver. You're going to have people that are drinking. You're going to have people that are, like I said, misbehaving. You're not going to have it happen all the time. You get paid a little bit more for the trouble. Um, and like in her situation, she vomited. I got paid for the cleanup fee. So you get compensated. Um, but you can't take matters into your hands and let people push your buttons. They are intoxicated. They might not normally behave this way. So, you know. If you do need to call the police, call them. But, you know, you you don't need to call the police for every little tiny thing that happens because the police have, you know, a lot of other criminal activities going on, especially nowadays. Nowadays, you know, there's so many things going on, right? Let the police handle those serious situations. If you can handle the situations without them having to come to you on Fridays and Saturdays, handle it, you know, um... As long as you know that what you did was correct, you're not, your intentions are not to um, uh, hurt anybody or take anything personal. It's just like any job. If you work at a job, you can't take a lot of stuff personal. You know, sometimes if you work at customer service, people are yelling at you or something. Sometimes it's worse working for other companies. This, I'd rather deal with this. Um, so long as somebody doesn't actually physically assault me or something like that, I can handle a lot. Um, I have been yelled at at other locations, other jobs, and there's managers there and everybody there. And nobody, nobody takes care of it. Nobody helps you out. You know, they just act like, oh, I didn't hear nothing. So this kind of job, you do have the opportunity to handle it yourself. And you have the opportunity to handle it in a positive way and um where things can work out the right way um so anyways um that was the story of um somebody who had too much to drink and um oh my goodness 
I have a hummingbird right in front of me. Sorry, I I get so excited whenever I see hummingbirds. Anyways, um, hummingbirds remind me, I got to mention this before I leave, um, and my other stories you know about my son. Hummingbirds and butterflies remind me of my son. Um, and when we had a vigil for my son, um, there was a hummingbird that was flying around right there at night at the location uh, when everybody was there. Oh my God, this hummingbird just keeps flying around me. Um, and um, it wouldn't leave. It stayed right there, even though there was a lot of people right there. It was just kind of flying around. And um, there was one butterfly that wouldn't leave too. So hummingbirds and butterflies are very special to me. Um, and, uh, anyways, so that was the story of, um, you know, a situation. Honestly, it's not that big of a, a deal. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you just do your job. And if you can't handle this kind of stuff, don't do this kind of work. But I like driving. I like all of my regulars, and I'm okay to have a challenge here or there. It's not that big of a deal. You learn from it. You get a lot of experience on how to handle these situations. And um, education and experience, it's all good. Um, sometimes you meet somebody and they were bad, and then you might see them again later. Not like her, though, because I gave her a one to three star. I'll never see her again. But other people that just had an attitude and I still give them a five star. Um, later on, you know, they realized that, you know, I wasn't that bad of a person and we end up being decent with each other. They could have just had a bad day. So that's one thing I learned about people is, you know, um, don't judge people right away. You know, you can't judge a person on the first day that you meet them. You have to get to know somebody and then uh, once you see them a few times, sometimes you get to know each other. There's a mutual respect. And, um, um, you know, it's a learning prog progress. And um, it's always good in the end when you know, you know, uh, you won somebody over. Um, and they may feel bad about it, you know, or, you know, whatever the case may be. They, they, they end up uh, getting used to you, liking you, find out they might have something in common with you or whatever. So anyways, I will talk to you guys later and you have a great day. Bye.